0: Women have a unique role in creation. Women are the nurturers, the birth givers, the more spiritual of the genders. And Torah teaches that women have a special status. Join Mashi Lipska for the next hour as she expounds the Torah wisdom specific to women. Only on 101.9 High FM. The days are getting shorter. We'll bring- Be bringing Shabbos in at 519. The weeks are getting longer. We're at home. Think of the moms. Think of the lonely grands. Think of the people who don't have food to eat. End of the month. We've got to think. We've got to pull together. We've got to be there in this incredible time, in the way That Hashem knows that we can. And each one of us at this time has to look within. This is a time that we are within. We need to use the time. For time is precious. This time has been given to us. So that we can achieve things that are truly meaningful. That we can dig deep. And find treasures within ourselves. That we can do many of the important things that we never have time to do. With self. With family. With extended family. And yes, for others, despite the fact that we may not be able to see each other. There are ways that we can reach others. Obviously, with messages of warmth and upliftment, with telephone calls, obviously with shared wisdom and encouragement. And thank God for EFT. We can help others because this is a time to give, to go within so that we have more to give outward. And the Parsif that we read illuminate this so incredibly. We want to speak today about the central idea of Torah, and that is, and you shall love your fellow as yourself. Rabbi Akiva said, Zeh klal Godoyl BaTorah. This is the central theme, the central generality what is Torah trying to achieve? And the Parsha? The Parsha is the Parsha of Kidoishim. Kidoishim means holy. The opening phrase Hashem tells us, Kidoishim tihiyu ki Kodosh oni. Be holy for I am holy. And we need to examine this. What does it mean to be holy? God is holy. Can we be like God? What does this word Kodosh mean? We know that after a person passes away, we say something called Kaddish. We know that Yom Kippur is Yom HaKadosh. Marriage is Kidushin. The Torah is Torah HaKdoshah. We have a holy land. Eretz Yisrael is Eretz HaKodesh. We know that the temple is the Bet HaMikdash, all from the root of holy. We also know that angels on high say, Kadosh, 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 holy, 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 praising God who is holy. How can it be that Torah instructs us to be holy, that Hashem tells us to be holy? Can we be holy? Human beings? Are we holy? We seem to be anything but holy. We seem to be selfish. We seem to be greedy. We seem to be lost. We seem to be apathetic. We waste time. We fritter away opportunities. We are selfish. We are inherently for ourselves, arrogant and judgmental. And unfortunately, these things become more and more apparent. The more we indulge in them, the bigger they become comes a parsha that tells us, Kedoshim Tihiyu, be holy. And we want to speak about this idea of holiness. Not that we are the holy temple, or we are the holy land, or we are the high priest. We're not. We're just ordinary people. Trying to survive in an ordinary day. So what does it mean to be holy? Even more perplexing is that everything that follows this instruction is quite ordinary as it were. We're told don't gossip, honor your parents, keep the Shabbos, do things normally as it were. Don't judge, don't steal, be kind. Hmm. So how does one become this unique kind of blend of being normal and yet being above, being special while being in the everyday? We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. I'm Mashi Lipsker. Delighted to be with you today. It's so good to have some company, to share, to talk. The truth is that if not now, then when. So much to think about, and the parsha focuses us and says, "Kedoshim tihyu." Be holy. Let's explore for a moment the translation of Kiddusha, Kiddoshim. Kidusha is sanctification, but kidushah is also preparation. We make Kiddush on a Friday night. We sanctify the day over a special cup of wine. Marriage is Kidushin, for this woman is sanctified ah the other meaning of Kiddusha, kidush, separate separated from other men and only dedicated to one person in this relationship and he to her we have several meanings to this word kadosh yes it's to sanctify yes it's to separate And it's also to prepare well. The times we find ourselves in sound like a holy time. We are separate. We're definitely preparing for something. We have to be. And the lesson is, let us be mikadesh, dedicate. Sanctify this time a higher purpose life cannot be that it's just for self gratification we're not God forbid sophisticated animals no we're not God forbid just selfish pleasure seeking creatures self centered greedy God forbid we can become all those things but the Torah says no no Kidoshim Be separate. Be sanctified. Be preparing always for something of the future. For this world was created. This magnificent was world was created for a purpose. So what do we know about Hashem? Hashem says, Be holy, for I am holy. That's an interesting one. We are supposed to be holy because Hashem is holy. And then honor our parents and so on, whatever else it says in the Parsha. Hashem, he's the creator. Look at the world. It's intricate. It's magnificent. It's majestic. It's glorious. He's compassionate. He gives us life. He gives us the most wonderful abilities. Who else is Hashem? Hashem, as we say in the davening, he listens, he hears our prayers. He's a compassionate father. He's the healer of the sick. He continues to forgive. He loves justice. He frees the captives. Ultimately, He fulfills His promise. Those who sleep in the dust, He's promised there will be triatamehtim. There will be the resurrection of the dead. Ultimately, He is Goel Yisrael. He's the Redeemer. Can we do all these things? We're bidden to be holy, like he's holy. But let's begin with, just as he is compassionate, we should be compassionate. This is definitely a time where so much is in readiness for us to be kind and good, for us to be compassionate, in the very areas usually that are difficult for us. How do we emulate the Creator? Well, the truth is first we have to know Him. How do we know Him? By learning about Him. So we open the Chumash and we see. Either by what He wants us to do. Knowing what He is about. Or reading about the things that He has done. Created the world. Revelation at Sinai. After taking us out of Egypt fighting big wars, bringing manna from heaven. On and on we get to know the Creator. And once we know the Creator, just a little bit, we hear how we must behave. We need to know that our soul is an actual part of Hashem Himself. And anything that He has shown us We have the capacity to actually emulate. Of course, in a limited way. doesn't matter. Through doing these things, which are called mitzvahs, we actually connect not only to the commander, the creator himself who commanded the mitzvah, but we actually connect to our own soul to nurture it, And bring it to the fore. We begin to see ourselves differently. We begin to be sensitive in a way to those around us, to the world around us and to Hashem himself in a way that cannot be unless we emulate the creator. And for our children, we need to be that example through example, through speech, through living. Through finding out more about Hashem, we find out more about ourselves and our capacity because our soul is an actual part of Hashem himself. Yes, we are small. We are limited. But we actually need to live fully in order to appreciate who we really are. So let's begin with the first thing we said. Kaddish. Why is the Kaddish recited when God forbid a person leaves this world? And every year on the Yahrzeit? site. What kind of commemoration is Kaddish? We're sanctifying God's name in the Kaddish open a sidur, and you hear the greatness of Hashem, Yisgadal, Shmei May His name be sanctified and glorified. And we say this over and over again. And the answer is, because each one of us, just by living, just by existing, just by carrying the soul, the image of God, we make a sanctification of his name in this world. Yes, the mountains are majestic, and the rivers are glorious, and the oceans are unbelievable. But people, people sanctify God's name through their presence in this world, through their deeds in this world, each and every one of us. Each and every one of us, whether we're a polished diamond or a diamond, rough, still hidden in the earth. We sanctify God's name just by living. And therefore, when a person leaves this world, there's a tremendous, tremendous void. And in an attempt to somehow fill the void, take the place of the person who was here, We say Kaddish. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. I'm Mashi Lipsker. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Kedoshim. And we're speaking about the greatness of the individual. Each one of us completes all of creation. And now is the time to live fully to live truthfully, to live our essence. We have a body and a soul. And we actually have two souls, an animalistic soul and a godly soul. And they vie for control of the body, the vehicle through which they can express themselves. But in truth, the body comes from God, fashioned by God. Everything about us and our lives and the world is an intricate expression of godliness, but hidden. And the body wants to do the will of God. Everything wants to do the will of God, even the animal soul. When we're confronted with a choice, the animal soul is just doing its job to give us Choice, and it hopes that we will choose to do good, to ignore him. The world is made by Hashem. We are made by Hashem. Everything is with intricate design and purpose. That's when, that's what happened when Adam, Harishman, Adam, opened his eyes, and he saw the world. He recognized that, despite the fact that there was. So much diversity across the landscape, the animal kingdom, plant life, the birds in the air, the fish in the sea, and himself. He realized, Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Himloch, Leolam Va'ed. God is the king. He always was, he is, and he will be. He's the designer, not just the designer of the physical world, but it has a purpose. He is holy, and every one of us is intrinsically holy and beautiful. That's the world. It's the creation of the holy creator. Every frog, every cloud, every seed, the tall tree, the birds, every leaf, Every snowflake, every molecule is actually in harmony. Until, yes, we kind of messed it up a bit. But the balance is holiness. Holiness is balance. Holiness doesn't mean separate. It means that too. Holiness means preparation. Holiness means a perspective of sanctity, of godliness. Hashem wants us to live in this world that he created, but he wants us to live higher than the world. How do you do that? You don't just get sucked down by the animalistic part within yourself. Yes, I have, like the animal, the instinct I need to eat, I need to survive, I need to be warm, I want to be comfortable. I want, I want. But Hashem wants us not, not to do those things. He wants us to eat, He wants us to be warm. He wants us to have all our needs, but to live in the world, but at the same time with a perspective that there's more to the world than this with the understanding constantly of who created this world and thinking, how does the creator intend us to interact with his world? Ourselves, our families, our communities, nature, nations. asia this is the world of action. We have to behave to act, to live, as human beings. Socially, economically, politically, these are realities. But they all need to be lived according to Torah, according to truth. We find truth in the Torah. Torah is called Torah of light, Torah Oyer. Because from Torah's perspective, We can constantly be led to, guided to the truth. Why? What's the purpose of all this? The answer is that we have an important part to play. (inaudible) Kadoishim Tihiyu. Hashem begs us, please be sanctified. Please do your work within the world, but above the world be holy, stand for something, prepare for something, make a statement through the way you behave that there is a creator. Because when God created the world, Breshit Bara, he intended that some two and a half thousand years later, he would clearly tell the nation, the world, That there is a way to make this world into a garden, a dwelling place, a palace for Hashem. Where the creator himself, the royal king of the world, would feel comfortable, would feel welcome, would feel at home. We look at the Torah. It starts with creation. In the middle is revelation at Sinai. And this week's parsha, although it talks about being... Holy. It speaks so much about daily life. We mustn't make the mistake of thinking the Torah is just a history book. God forbid. It's Torah's Chaim. It's the guide for life. And it's the holy Torah. It's above the world, yet it's in the world. What is Hashem? What is creation? Well, creation is really a manifestation of Hashem himself. And we can find the essence of Hashem in creation if we live within creation but above creation. We can't just say that God is the tree and the mountain. We have to develop a deeper divine consciousness. We've got to choose to break out Of the rut of natural life. It can suck us downward. But we can choose to come back to our essence. Yes, we're very physical. We are selfish. We are materialistic. We can become very greedy. When you see a child, a child is all those things. So that's our earthly reality. It grips us. It holds us down. It pulls us down. But we have a godly soul. We have the ability to come back to our essence. It's called teshuva. Come back to who you really are. (coughs) So we look at the parsha, And it says, Hashem tells us, be holy. And then he says, honor your parents. Give tzedakah. And all kinds of social behavior, like don't steal, or deny, or lie, or oppress others. Simple things that one would think, I'll never do something like that. Curse others? Trick the blind? Put a stumbling block in front of the blind? You've got to be careful, because we are never in balance unless we choose to be in balance. We're always choosing. Do we choose to pull upward toward our godly soul, to refine, to become holy, to become separate, to be emulating God, who is a giver, a creator, an uplifter? Or, God forbid, do we get dragged down into the petty that we so dislike in others? Kedoshim tihiyu. Says the Chira, be sanctified, be separate from this type of behavior. It goes on to say, judge fairly, don't gossip, stand up and defend the helpless one. Incredible stuff. I don't want to be that kind of person. And yet I find myself doing these things. Do I always honor my parents? Do I find myself judging others? Do I always stand up for what's right? Gossip? Mm. And then, after saying, don't hate your brother, don't hate your fellow, it says, Wow. And you shall love your fellow as yourself. At the beginning of creation, God describes his creation as a garden. In Shir HaShirim, God says, I came into my garden. Yes, we know there was a Garden of Eden. But more than that, the world was perfect. And the world is perfect. It never really changed. It just got covered over. Imagine a garden, and we have a beautiful I have an example of this incredible prize-winning garden that my neighbor had for years and years, year after year, and then they moved away and somebody else bought the house. It is so not just ordinary, it's so overgrown. There are thorns and weeds, garbage. The lack of kindness over centuries is covering the true essence of creation. The Rebbe saw what was underneath. He constantly saw the beauty. He never stopped seeing it. Despite the fact that the Rebbe himself had lost so much in the war to cruelty, his own family being murdered, lost everything that one would consider Something that gives you trust. Something that gives you security. But the Rebbe believed that creation, mankind, is wonderful. And that we have the ability to triumph. To come back to the essence. Underneath it all is a beautiful garden. A beautiful creation of Hashem. We just have to look at chapter 104 in Tehillim. Where King David bursts forth Bar Nafshi Hashem. He speaks about the incredible valleys and mountains and nocturnal animals, and his soldiers burst forth with great, great praise. The world is beautiful. And man, man has intr- intrinsic beauty. Now, we can see the external beauty in people and in creation, but the external is absolutely small. It's minute compared to the essence. If we think a sunset is beautiful, we have no idea of the beauty of the Creator Himself. He gave us the external to inspire us and to dig deeper, and to realize that there is an incredible, incredible beauty that we do not see. And how do we access that beauty? Via hafta, through life. And the Torah tells us, We shall love your fellow as yourself. And here we are at home, surrounded with opportunities to show love and it's important that we get some guidance a great Hasidic Rebbe said that in heaven they say love the completely wicked as one loves the completely righteous don't judge this is God's creation Even if the external behavior is wicked, essentially he has a soul. And even if only 10% is good, for sure 10% is good, see the good. The previous Rebbe once asked his father, why, in the Aleph Bet, Actually, he asked it differently. He asked why we only have one nose, one mouth, but two eyes. And his father asked him, did you learn the Aleph Bet? And he said, yes. And he said, do you know the difference between the Shin and the Sin? They look the same. But, of course, the child knew that the one has the punctuation, the dot, the point on the right, and the other one has it on the left. And his father told him, we have two eyes, that... To use the right eye, the strong eye, to see other people, to see the good, to see the beauty in this world through seeing the beauty in another. Use it with compassion. Use it to judge favorably. And the left eye, use it to see the unimportant in the world. Try to see, to focus on even the small amount of good that others do and diminish, look away from the negative that they do. Let's judge them with compassion as we want to be judged. They couldn't help it. They had a hard life. They're having a hard day. They don't have the abilities that we have the positivity, the strength. Love. Love is so vital. Love is what we want. Let's give. Let's show. And the world will mirror back to us what we give out to it. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. How Mashi And we're talking about the instruction at the beginning of the Parsha, which is continued in the Parsha, that we be Kedoshim. And the question is, what is a kadosh? What are Kedoshim? Be holy? That sounds pretty airy-fairy. Aren't we supposed to live in the world? Be sanctified. Shabbos is a holy day. We can't have Shabbos every day. We have to be six days shall you work. We have to be working. We have to be in the world. So what is the place of being holy when at the same time we're meant to be cultivating this world into a garden for Hashem? It doesn't mean that we must be praying all day. It doesn't mean that we must be fasting it doesn't mean that holiness is separation from the world around us. It means it's a separation from the selfishness, the greed, our tendencies to get sucked into being the me generation. And it's difficult. But the sages in our Gemara assure us that even if we control that urge for our own physical comfort in a small way. Hashem helps us to become holy, special, separate, in a great way. So many of us want to get away from a bad habit, and we don't know how. But when we resist the urge to indulge in some sort of materialistic pleasure, We actually generate an increase of holiness, of positive spiritual energy, which comes from Hashem to us. When we control ourselves and go beyond ourselves to help the other. I don't feel like it, but it's the right thing to do. I don't really mean it, but it's the right thing to say. And that's why in the Parsha this week, it says... You must sanctify yourselves and be holy. In other words, act in some holy way, in some elevated way, in some pure way, even if it's not really you right now. And ultimately, it will come to you. I will get that level of holiness Because I have generated an energy of holiness in God's world. And it will then descend and and envelop me. It's worth it to give to others, to show love. There's a mitzvah to love God. And when we think about God and his goodness, it leads to love. The Tanya speaks about various ways that we can develop this feeling on greater and greater levels. But the same is in loving our fellow Jew, even a stranger. To love the completely wicked as we love the completely righteous means that we don't judge. I love you, not because of what you're doing. I may not like what you're doing. It's not up to me to judge whether his deeds make him deserving of my love. Because it says in the Torah, you shall love your fellow as yourself. And when I do something which is questionable, I don't want to be hated for it. I want compassion. I want understanding. And when we realize that we are God's children... We are children unto the Lord our God. And God in Malachi says, I love you, says Hashem. These are Hashem's precious children. To love what the beloved loves. The Hasidim asked the Al Sideba, what is greater? Love of God? Or Ahavat Yisrael, love of Israel, love of another Jew. And he answered, Love of a Jew. Why? Because God loves us. Oh hafti ischema Hashem. And if God loves us. And to love that which the one we love loves must be the greater one. Both loves are engraved on our soul. It's in our neshama. We just have to reveal it. So to love another is greater because you're loving what the beloved one loves. How do you show true love? Well, by never hurting or denigrating what they love. Because showing love isn't about forming your fingers into hearts or sending greeting cards. This is a world of action. Remember that story of Rabbi Akiva and the general Cineas Rufus, the Roman general. And he asked Rabbi Akiva, he said, If God loves the poor, why doesn't he sustain them himself? Why does he make people poor? The idea of maybe that person isn't worthy of being sustained. Why should we interfere with God's plan, as it were? If he made someone that way, then that's his will. He made them poor, leaves them to be poor. And Rabbi Akiva answered, because he wants us to have an opportunity to do the mitzvah of sharing with the poor, of uplifting the poor. So Tinius Rufus said, that doesn't make sense. He said, imagine if the king would throw his servant into jail and order nobody to feed him and you would go. And sneak food into that prisoner, into that servant who has been thrown into jail by the king. Do you think the king will be pleased with you? So Rabbi Akiva answered, what if the king threw his son into jail and ordered no one to feed him? For sure, if you feed his son, will he not be pleased with you? And this is how we have to look at others. And this is how we have to look at creation, we have to understand that there's an incredible, incredible opportunity here to please the king, love that which the beloved one loves. He may be a total stranger, but in truth, we have one father. And so he's my brother. We're siblings. It's not that difficult to love a sibling Imagine somebody who didn't know that he had a brother. They were either separated at birth and there are many stories like that or that somehow there was, the mother had a child before or somebody was lost and we didn't know they were alive. We didn't even know they existed. There are incredible stories like that. When we meet them again, when we meet them, we are connected. Yes, many things seemed to have made us total strangers. But once we get to talking, we see we love the same things. We think the same way. This is the story with each and every other. This is our work. This is the ahafta. Klal Godel Bataira. It's the big rule in Tyra. Chira. Chira is here to teach love. And when? Let's do it today. The opportunity has never been greater to show love in the world. We slow down. Things have been cut away. The distractions, the silly stuff. Our schedule is so much more clear to do the things that really, really matter. This week in Ethics of Our Fathers, Chapter 3, we see that in the Mishnah it speaks about being respectful. Ethics of Our Fathers, Chapter 3, Mishnah 12. Be gentle to others. The as And greet everyone, receive everyone with joy. How can you receive everyone with joy? You look at people and you think to yourself, they don't deserve anything like that. These people look like I should look down upon them, God forbid. But our work now is to see the good, to look with the right eye. Let's learn from the Rebbe, whose life mission was to reveal every person's highest potential with generosity of spirit with optimism a group of students asked the Rebbe what does a Rebbe do and the Rebbe said the Jewish people are like the earth which contains nature's hidden treasures underneath it the question is where to dig Dr. Freud, he said, dug in the human soul and found swampy waters and mire. Dr. Adler found rocks. And he said that contemporary psychiatry searches for ills and traumas that must be uprooted. He says, but when a Rebbe digs, you see how he put it also. He finds gold, silver and diamonds. When a Rebbe digs, he's looking for gold, silver, and diamonds. Obviously a reflection of himself. He's looking for that in others. For what we see in others is a reflection of ourselves. We need to work at this time to improve our kindness, and we will see kindness in others, to improve our generosity, and we'll see it in others, but not in the things that are easy for us. It's specifically where we have to dig. This is a time of digging. We have to dig to find, and we will find. We know it's there. We can do it, and when we refine ourselves, we will see so much goodness in others. We contain gold, silver, diamonds, and so does everyone else. This is our time, our time to go within and our time to refine the way we look at others, the way we think of others, the way we treat others. And the Holy Torah is our guide. Its basic principle is love. Hashem is always with us. He's giving us, He's giving us a new day and the resilience of the human spirit. Today is the day. Let's choose to be like Him. Let's choose to be Kadosh, elevated, refined, separated, sanctified, just like He is. If we do that, we'll heal ourselves, we'll heal our relationships, our families, we'll heal our world. We can see that just by withdrawing and not hurting the world, the world is healing itself. If we do this, showing respect to ourselves, remembering we have an eshamah that needs Torah and mitzvahs, respecting others, remembering that they are God's diamonds, Respecting the world. Listening to Torah, respecting government. Hashem will respond by supplying us with everything that we need. Because that's what he needs from us. And the face you show heaven, heaven shows you back. There has to be joy now. There's joy in knowing that we're not alone. We have a loving father. He's powerful. He's all-powerful. He's all-rich. He has our best interests at heart. He will not forget about us. Let's sing as Adam did on the day that he was born. Sing with gratitude for today. Let's show Hashem that we do love others. And he'll respond with infinite love for us. And he'll give us everything that we truly need so that we can finish making this world a beautiful garden, the beautiful garden that it really is. Because when we've done our work, without delay, Mashiach will come. Have a good Shabbos.